pressure from society to make your career decisions? Are you in a role right now? Not because it's something you really want to do, but it's something that society says you should be satisfied with. Well, that is what we're talking about on today's episode. So keep listening. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kay Kirkman. And yes, I'm back for another episode. And today we are talking about the pressure that society puts on you to choose a career path. And if you think about it, there are so many different ways that society influences the way that we think, the way that you dress, the house that you decide to buy, the car that you decide to buy. And there's so many different ways that we are influenced by society. And that could be a whole, I don't know, whole series of episodes for the podcast. But today we're going to hone in specifically on this idea of society and its impact on your career. And it speaks to whose advice we take and how much we put stock in what other people say and sometimes how little We put stock in what we truly want to do. You know, that's part of why a lot of times professionals do not pursue their career passion. It might be the reason that you're not currently pursuing your career passion because of the pressures that you feel from society to conform, to pick a specific career path that is quote unquote, the the right career path. And we know, honestly, the only right career path is the one that's right for you. But a lot of times society tells us otherwise. So I want to get into that today. So I'm a member of a lot of different Facebook groups. I'm not active on Facebook as much as I probably should be to promote the show. That's a whole nother topic for another day. But I am a member of a lot of groups. And so I am looking to possibly go on a cruise uh, within the next year or so. So I'm in all these little cruise groups. And, you know, I'm still a little bit shaky with the whole COVID thing, like with a bunch of people being on a ship. You know, what's what's that going to look like? If one person gets sick, does everybody get sick? Anyway, that's a whole nother topic. But my point is, is that people, so I, I joined a bunch of different cruise groups just to see what people are saying about cruising and things. And it is just amazing how people will get on these forums and ask questions for like really personal questions to total and complete strangers who they have no idea <laughs> if the advice that these people are giving them is 
is is uh, vetted advice. I mean, if it's good advice, if it's bad, they, they don't know. And it's like they're going on there, you know, rather than calling a someone who's a quote unquote authority. I mean, I guess you can argue that people who have been on several cruises could be considered an authority. But my point is, people really, sometimes it seems like a lot of times people are not very discerning, especially in the age of social media. You know, there's that saying, if it's on the internet, it must be correct. And we know that that's not true. And so that's what really got me thinking about this whole idea of who people take advice from and how people put so much stock in what society is telling them to do. Like someone will go onto these forums and they will have an idea in their mind about something that they want to do. Like, for example, you know, I want to take the excursion to the waterfall in Cozumel, (laughs) you know, you know, and I'm really excited. You know, my son wants to go and, and people will get on there and say stuff like, um, well, you know, I wish they would, you know, stop all of those mammal, uh, swimming mammal tours because it's cruelty to animals. <laughs> or they'll say, oh, that was the worst tour I've ever been on. And then somebody will say, oh, it was the best tour I've ever been on. You know, and it's like the people will totally change whatever it is that they had planned to do based upon these total strangers telling them something that they don't even know. They don't even know these people. And so that just made me think, wow, I get that from my clients too. Like they're in careers and they don't even know how they got in the career. (laughs) They don't know. So again, this whole idea of societal pressure is real. I'm also, I'm in a lot of groups. Like I'm in a couple of, um, you know, weight or health groups, like health and wellness groups where people will get in there. And, you know, rather than going to their doctor or rather than going to a real authority, they'll get into these groups and say, hey, I'm not losing any weight. Uh, This is what I do. I, you know, I drink two shakes a day and I exercise, but I still am not losing weight. What should I do? (laughs) And people like chime in. Do you know how many different variables there are as to why somebody might not be losing weight? You know, so anyway, those are just some examples of people just really not using their own intuition, their own inner wisdom to make decisions, but going by what other people say. And that is a part, going back to careers, of why a lot of people are stuck in careers that they don't like, is because rather than tapping into their own wisdom, they are going by societal norms or what other people are saying. And so that's what we're talking about on today's show. The idea of how can you strengthen your own inner resolve to make decisions based on what you truly want to do and not on what society says you should do. That's the whole purpose of this episode. How do you do that? How do you how do you get to a place where you're making decisions that are based upon what you want to do and not what society is telling you that you should do? So I thought it might be interesting to go back a little bit and think about just the historical context of why is it that there are career expectations? You know, what's a perspective from a from from history's point of view? And so a lot of times you can look back through history and you can see shifts in how society 
views certain careers. You know, there are cultural, there's a cultural impact piece of it. There's an economic impact piece. But if you look at it, and if you think about it, history really does play a big role in shaping how society creates these expectations that we all just conform to. And we don't even know why. And so if you think about it, some of the main historical shifts that happened that have influenced what society's expectations are in terms of careers would be, first of all, traditional gender roles. You know, it used to be that the wife was at home and she was the homemaker and she took care of the children and she didn't work. And so there's a gender perspective in terms of men and women or what what are traditional roles for men, what are traditional roles for women. There's that. And so even when women did start working, roles like nursing and caregiving and secretarial work, those were all gender roles or careers that were appropriate for women in the past. And then, of course, men were expected to pursue careers in business, in politics, in engineering. And so there were certain roles that women were not supposed to be pursuing uh, from a historical perspective. And a lot of that has even found itself into modern times. Now, of course, it's way different now, but if you look at the uh, inequity in pay and the inequity in terms of women in certain roles, such as STEM roles, you know, science, technology, engineering, and math roles, there are still lots of disparities. Of course, we have disparities on racial lines too, right? If we think about, uh, Black women versus white women or black men versus white men, there's still disparity there. So again, all of these are contributing to what people think they should be doing. And then, of course, the nature of work changed over history. So, you know, the Industrial Revolution brought in the advent of technology. Now, technology is just on steroids. And again, those shifts have again changed what society thinks are appropriate roles for people to have. So again, all of this contributes to this idea of conforming, right? And even if you look at, you know, I was looking at something that Viola Davis posted on social media, and she was talking about the inequity between her and, uh, you know, women of color and white women in terms of even the roles that she gets, even though she, you know, has gotten the Emmy, she's gotten the Tony, she's gotten the Oscar, she's gotten all of these awards. And technically she should be on par with say a Meryl Streep in terms of the roles that she gets, the pay that she gets. Uh, But again, going back to societal norms and what is appropriate is her look And what she brings to the table, palatable to the general public in relation to, let's say, a Meryl Streep. And she was just, and I'm not giving an answer either way, but she was just talking about how society views, even in the acting role, that particular profession, um, the differences between uh, 
you know, white and black men and women. And she compared all of those when she was speaking. You know, even if you look at movies in Hollywood, one of my favorite movies was the movie, The Pursuit of Happiness. And it was also a book. Uh, And it was based upon the life of a gentleman named Chris Gardner. And he was a struggling salesman. He became homeless and he had a small child. He ended up actually sleeping in the bathroom of, I believe it was a subway station that he ended up in. He would go to different missions and things like that in the San Francisco Bay Area that would shelter homeless people. But eventually he ended up sleeping on the floor of a bathroom and I believe it was a subway station, a BART station, if you're familiar with with San Francisco and the rail system there. But he wanted to be a stockbroker. And the societal norms told him that someone that looked like him with his background could not be a stockbroker. And if you've read the story or if you've seen the movie, he actually ended up breaking through those barriers, started his own successful company, and has been very successful. But a lot of times, if you look back through history, in order for people to break through those societal norms, it was not easy. And so my point in all of this is when you look at why society has such a big influence on you in terms of the decisions that you make during your career, you only need to look back through history to see how it's developed over time and how a lot of that old thinking about traditional careers and what you should be doing have evolved into modern times. And a lot of that is still around today. And some of it might not even be something that you're even aware of. Like sometimes we're making choices based upon factors that are not even on our radar. You know, if you think about it, think about driving to work or let's say driving to church, or think about somewhere that you drive either every day or very often during the week. Maybe it's your local grocery store. You drive that route so much that you could probably do it with your eyes closed. You know, there are probably certain actions that you take in preparation to go that route that you do every day. Certain uh, places that you pass, certain landmarks that you pass on the way to that supermarket. And you are so conditioned to go that route. Even when you go to the supermarket, you're probably conditioned to go to certain areas of the supermarket first, certain second. There are certain areas that you go to. And if you stop and look at your behaviors, everything is on automatic pilot. Well, a lot of that is just historical. It's what you've always done. And a lot of times going back to your career, Because it's what you've always done, it's a cycle that is sometimes difficult to break. And so if you think about other factors in terms of societal pressure to conform in terms of your career, think about, you know, market trends. If you look today in the tech space, everyone is saying to run away from tech because there are so many layoffs. But what they're not telling you is that there is still a huge demand for tech workers at a certain level. So although they may be 
laying off at certain levels, there's still a lot of opportunity for mid-level professionals to get into the technology space. Because think about it, even with all the layoffs, these are companies that still have to keep going and there is work that needs to be done. And so with the societal pressure, if you look on the news, you might think that you need to totally run away from tech when actually there could be opportunities in that space for you, just as an example. And so if you look at all of these different examples of how society is influencing you to make decisions that you may or may not even want to make, now you have to add in your own internal pressure that you put on yourself when you're making career decisions. So think about your personal interests, your passions, your values, uh, in and how you make decisions and think about how that comes into play when you're making career decisions. But this is the tricky part. All of those things that I just mentioned, your personal interests, your passions, your values, all of those are also shaped by society. They're shaped by your family. They're shaped by your environment, how you grew up. <laughs> so when you look at it, it's very, very challenging to get out of this vicious cycle of making decisions and basing specifically career decisions on outside pressure and not listening to your own voice and not even really knowing sometimes what your own voice is saying because of the fact that we're so heavily influenced by so many other factors. And so you might ask yourself, okay, Kay, well, all of that is well and good. You know, if we look at history, if we look at how things have always been done, okay, I can see how society plays a big part in how I make decisions, but what what does that all mean? Well, what it means is that there are a lot of consequences that come with succumbing to this societal pressure that you might feel. So there are a lot of negative impacts. Some of these include burnout. Hello, anybody relate? Burnout, dissatisfaction, and ultimately lack of fulfillment. Basically, the reason why I do what I do. One of the main reasons why I do what I do is because I want to help people to tap into their own inner wisdom and avoid the burnout, the dissatisfaction, and the lack of fulfillment, especially as they get older. Because the time passes quickly. (laughs) And if you're not careful, you'll go through your whole entire life basing your decisions upon society and other people and not really doing what's true to you. So yes, the, you know, if you ask yourself, okay, what's the big deal? What does all of this mean, Kay? Well, what it means is there are consequences to giving in or caving in to the pressures of society when it comes to your career. Those consequences include burnout, dissatisfaction, lack of fulfillment, Not doing what you love, lack of joy, lack of happiness, wanting to just clock in and clock out. The bottom line is prioritizing your own personal fulfillment 
and well-being in your career decisions is key. It's not selfish. It's not selfish because if you make decisions based upon what society says, then that is going to lead ultimately to resentment. And again, all of the things I mentioned, lack of happiness, lack of joy, lack of fulfillment. And so while it may seem insignificant, it's actually a really big deal. And the consequences are really serious. So how do we turn this all around? What is the, I'm not going to say what is the solution. I'm not going to say what is the solution because the solution ultimately is up to you. But what are some areas that you can potentially focus on to turn this around if you are indeed finding yourself caving in to societal pressure more often than not. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to do your own research. Now, <laughs> I'm not saying that you can't go to the Facebook group if you choose or you know go to people who have <laughs> no professional background in a subject on a forum someplace. I'm not saying you can't go in there and ask questions. I mean, hey, who knows? You might get an answer that is a valid answer and something that you can use. But I wouldn't let that be your only barometer in terms of finding out what your career path might possibly be. Obviously, you know, I'm going to tell you to find a coach. It doesn't have to be me, but find a coach, find someone who can help you navigate the feelings that you're having, the ideas that you're having, and help you to put those into some sort of logical order or kind of organize your thoughts. That's one thing that a coach can help you do is take everything that you're thinking and help you talk through how it could possibly work in real time, in real life. So do your own research. That could be books. That could be articles. That could be webinars. That could be podcasts. There's so much information out there. So do your own research. And then when you are seeking advice, when you are hearing those outside voices from society, consider the source. Consider the source. What is the expertise? What is the background? What is the pedigree of this person that is giving you the advice? And as you make your decisions, take all of that into consideration. Make sure that you tap into your own inner guidance, your own inner wisdom. And if you don't know where to start with that, one great place to start, turn off the phone, shut down the computer, turn off Netflix, turn off your iPhone, iTunes, whatever, and just sit and be quiet. Take a piece of paper, a journal, something to write with, and a pen Be silent and see what comes up. Ask yourself the question, what is my ideal career? And just see what comes up. See what comes up. Maybe nothing will come up. And maybe you can do it again tomorrow and see if something comes up. And maybe something really profound will come up. But you have to drown out all the voices, all the noise, and and tap into what is it that you 
truly want for yourself in your career. And if you think about it, and this goes for pretty much any decision that you make, you know what you want to do. You know what's right for you. You know what's right for you. But a lot of times you're afraid to take that step that you know is right for you. Or again, the outside voices from society are getting in the way of you actually making that decision that you already know that you want to do. That's like when somebody comes to you for advice. They already know what they want to (laughs) do. They're just coming to really have you either validate that bad choice or co-sign on it or something. But nine times out of 10, when people come to you for advice, they already know what they want to do. And then at the end of the day, and I know this might be an unpopular opinion, But what other people think isn't really relevant to your life. You have to do what's right for you ultimately. And so will you have the courage to make those decisions knowing that it could be uncomfortable? You might lose certain relationships or you might harm certain relationships in some way when you start doing what's best for you. Are you ready for that? And if not, is there a resource that you can go to to help you work through that? Because sometimes something like that you won't be able to do by yourself. You won't be strong enough to do it. So I want to encourage you, just as we bring this episode to a close, to really prioritize your own happiness, prioritize your own authentic path, and make sure that you're pursuing a fulfilling career that aligns with your own values, your own wants, likes, dislikes, as much as possible. We know nothing is perfect, right? But at the end of the day, you want whatever you choose as your career to really align with your true self. So just to recap quickly, we started off today's episode asking this question, Why is there so much societal pressure to choose a career? What is that societal pressure? And we talked about where does it even come from? And we really just dove into the historical perspective, which kind of sheds light on how we got to where we are in terms of so much emphasis being placed on societal pressure when it comes to choosing a career. And I took you through some examples of how history plays a part in even what we think today. And then finally, I gave you some tips on what you can think about in terms of how you can start making your decisions from a place of your authentic self. And I also talked about the consequences of giving in or caving in to the pressure from society when it comes to your career. And so just something to think about this week I appreciate you so much for listening. And as always, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.